Hey everybody, welcome to the 2022 Everything Unscripted Awards Show. I am your host, uh, the man of the hour, the man that's always sour, uh, the man that likes a nice blowjob in the shower. I'm Dan Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with uh, I, I'm here with a wonderful dais. I'm here with. Uh, you know, the sensation, the man himself, uh, Daniel Bryan's uh, personal jock strap. <laughs> One of my favorite people on planet Earth. Doug's here. What? I'm <laughs> here. I don't even like the guy. And, uh, of course, I'd rather yeah. breathe out his panties. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're May <Mae> Young's. <laughs> And, uh, you know, our favorite... And I'm Charlotte's bodyguard. <laughs> You're our favorite little fluffy biscuit, Eric's here. What's up? Not much. We are here to give awards to the best of the best. Everything we talk about from the hard hit show in football to the wrestling show to comic book stuff to horror. We'll even be getting my sister Mindy for the horror categories to give her expert opinions and give awards. And we're here to have a fun time. Doug's drinking a Jack and Coke. We all got cocktails. And we're here to have some fun and give some awards and give uh, what we think is the best of the best. Absolutely. And next year when we do this, we'll have already started our porn show and we'll have a porn category. Oh, my gosh. There are some very talented people in that industry, Eric. Uh, I have no comment on air. <laughs> I think you have plenty of comments on there. Uh, but let's get right into I mean, I think every guy has comments on... Who'd you say? Anyway. I, I think he said every guy has comments. Well, yeah, everybody... Every guy has their favorite adult film star. Yeah. I know mine. We're, this is how we're going to start. And we're also going to be giving legacy awards. We're going to go through the nominations, talk about the nominations, talk about the year that each nomination had, and then give our award. Yeah. I I picked the winners. <laughs> yeah. So I'll announce the winner. We we all pick nominations and stuff, and we'll talk about them, and then I'll reveal the winners, and we'll, we'll talk about that. And by the time the show's over, we'll be completely naked. Yeah. Hopefully not. Uh. We'll start with the unscripted wrestling categories, the flagship program here. Uh, It's only because we started it first. Yeah, the webcam's way better. (laughs) We're gathered here. I'm just kidding. Uh, We're gathered here every Friday at 630 uh, to talk about wrestling and, and have good times. You just wait to correct me. What do you mean? I don't know. You see... You called it the flagship program. I said that's only because we started it first, because I know which show is better. (laughs) I've seen the ratings. (laughs) No. Uh, All shows are important here on the Unscripted Network, but we're going to start with the wrestling categories. Is that cool with you, Eric? Yeah, that's fine. I'm perfectly fine with that. Now, the rank you gave me for some of the nominations, is that like your official like ranking? Like, Would your number one be who you think... Won that category? Oh, no, that wasn't in any order. Okay, cool. 
All right, we're going to start with best male wrestler. Just overall best male wrestler. Okay. Wrestler of the year. Male wrestler of the year. Male wrestler of the year. Or are we calling it worker of the year, whatever we want to call it. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll do rest of the year first. Uh, now, the nominations I have for rest of the year are Brian Danielson, uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, woo-hoo, John Moxley, yay, and MJF. Boo, but he's good. <laughs> Each of these guys had flagship years. Brian Danielson came to AEW and made a pretty good impact and had some great wrestling matches with the likes of Hangman Page. And... Uh, Hangman Page, I mean, he joined the Blackpool Combat Club. He was hurt for a while uh, because Eddie Kingston's yeah. dipshit. But uh, like, what, he came back and he, he's been involved in this big programming. You know he's going to wrestle MJF, which is... It's it's actually going to be fun to watch because you're going to have the guy who people call the best wrestler in the world going against the best chicken shit in the world. But as far as the year that Danielson had, I don't like. I kind of agree with him being one of the nominees, but I think the other guys have had a way better year than him. Yeah. Do you feel that way too, Eric? Especially MJF. No, no, especially um John Moxley. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm not my number one is choice is Moxley or um, Roman Reigns. All right, yeah, Moxley with the interim title, Moxley proved that I think he was one of the most reliable people in AEW this year. With all the shit going on with Punk, and whenever they needed him, Moxley would hold the belt yeah. and keep its reputation up. I, I mean, you figure too a guy that. Uh... He was just coming off a rehab, and then he gets brought back, and then, you know, put in his Blackpool Combat Club, so he's pretty much going to be a tag team wrestler. But then, you know, when everything went downhill, uh, Tony Khan went to him and said, hey, we need you, and he's carried the banner. Yeah. He has. He's completely carried the banner. I mean, he could be worker of the year, too, so... Well, wrestler of the year and worker of the year are the same thing, Eric. All right. He wanted he wanted to do it differently. I did. I messaged you and asked how we would do it differently, Eric, and I didn't get a response. Uh, Okay. Uh, I I didn't see it. Sorry. If you have nominations ready to go, we can do a worker of the year too. But I just I didn't put it together because I I I couldn't tell the difference between the two. Uh, So yeah, I do have I do have Rick. At least three. Okay, then we'll do that after, and then you can say the winner. Uh, but for wrestler of the year, I, I would give it to uh, – well, no. Let, let's keep talking. Roman Reigns, of course, is still on his three-year path to dominance. Yeah. He's been running wrestling. Uh, AJ Styles I don't think really belongs here because he did have some good matches, but – Booking-wise, he wasn't ever really at the top of the bill or anything. No, I mean, he finally just won a singles pay-per-view match. Yeah, he's kind, of been, month. A, he's kind of been on a downswing. So. Yeah. I thought his feud with Finn Bauer has been okay. Maybe that's yeah. 
it was, but I don't know. It's just the whole thing with Judgment Day to me just seemed kind of lackluster. I mean, and that's because you had a woman that was basically beating up an entire group by herself. Yeah. Uh, you know, while having Dominic Mysterio as her, uh, you know, as her submissive. But <laughs> uh, you just wish it was you. No comment. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> She, well, I mean, she'd actually be the prettiest thing I've ever been with. Mainly because you know, <laughs> the only other thing I've been with has been my hand. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. I think the awards right, have to clearly go to MJF, though. Yeah, because, I mean, even though he had yeah. a couple months layoff, but even that kept him hot in the business because people were talking about him and they were, is it a work? Is it not a work? Whatever, whatever. His work with CM Punk was really good. That feud, that was probably the only good thing Punk did there. Uh, his feud with Wardlow, he made Wardlow into a star before he left. And then he came back super popular and he won the title. So I think he had a landmark yep. year for him. Yeah, definitely. Because he comes in and he's still so young Yeah, that he's still so young that he can definitely, like, his best years are still ahead of him. And he's one of the top heels in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he does being a heel right. Yeah. So, MJF is the man. He gets my award. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing about MJF. I think he's just a top heel. And he could be the top heel for AEW for years to come. He's better than like an Omega heel run. Yeah, because Omega really was... It was Don Callis was the one that was make, making everybody hate Kenny Omega. All right. <clears throat> Best female wrestler. Our nominations, we have Bianca Belair, Jade Cargill, Becky Lynch, Britt Baker, and Asuka. Okay. Uh, Jade Cargill, Bianca Belair, and Britt Baker, I get. I understand because the three of them have had banner years. Becky took time off. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Asuka, you know, came back mid-year from having time off. And it, like, so to me, it would come down to Jade, Bianca, and Brent. Yeah. 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 I couldn't think of anybody else. So I just threw that, those two added on. Well, you think Becky's hot. So I understand that. I mean, Becky is hot. Oh, no. I mean, she did. And def- she did some good heel work this year, Doug. She She did. But remember, she took like four or five weeks off after WrestleMania. Then, you know, she was, had a separated shoulder after SummerSlam. She kind of cooled off a little bit. Uh, and Asuka just 
I mean, Asuka is undergoing a, a character change now. Yeah. So I can I can understand that. And I, I kind of agree with it because, to be honest with you, she actually looks hotter without the makeup. I agree. Uh, but honestly, my vote almost would go to uh, – it would technically be between Bianca and Jade because Jade just keeps building momentum and building momentum. And Bianca Belair has been hot since since WrestleMania, and they have not stalled her momentum at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I would give it to Bianca. Bianca wins this award for me, for sure. Bianca Belair wins the award. Yeah, because now too, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna build to something because I know the rumor was they were gonna build to you know Charlotte was gonna be the one to come back and take the title off her. Yes. But Charlotte came back last night and ruined Ronda's reign, which I don't like Charlotte Flair, but Ronda Rousey needs to have a house dropped on her like they did to the Wicked Witch of the whatever or whatever direction in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Uh, so I'm okay with... Uh, with so- I, I don't give a damn who took the title off that ugly bitch, just as long as somebody yeah. did. Yeah. Uh but to me now, this just pretty much means that they're going to build to Rhea, at, to Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair because Rhea Ripley needs that title back, uh, you know, to really cement the Judgment Day over. I agree. I agree. Does Finn right. Balor need a title too? Uh, to be honest, to be honest with you, yeah, I do. Well. Here's the thing. Rhea Ripley is the star of that group because Rhea Ripley has proved she's actually got the bigger balls. She does, but she's also like, and the thing is, is that group didn't fail like we thought we it would. That group has kind of succeeded, and they do get this different kind of heat, especially Dominic. Yeah, well, adding him to it was probably the best thing they could have done. Yeah, that thing really seems to work now. And even though it has never been in a main event slot, really, or it hasn't been really for belts or anything yet, uh, the Judgment Day has been kind of successful in my eyes, at least, from what it was initially. When they got rid of Edge, it, it was... It looked like it, it was going to go all downhill, but it yeah. didn't. No, and adding Dominic, which people just needed a reason to boo Dominic. Yeah, because he sucks as a wrestler. So now that you have that excuse... They're like, ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I definitely know what you mean. Uh-huh. All right. So, yeah, I, I think we we should all agree that Bianca should get the win, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's more over than Jade. A lot of people are It's 50-50 with Jade. I, like, I do like Jade a lot, though. I do, I do think she's a front runner. I yeah. really do. I I think that she she's got this different look, this different build, and the whole baddie thing. Like she knows what she's doing, and I think she's going to be a force. She's a badass for years to come. She is a badass. She's gotten better and better in the ring too. Yeah, she is probably one of the, and you know she's really not my type at all. But I am severely like a well, I'm attracted to all the baddies. Yeah. Uh. Well, except for smart Mark Sterling. Uh, <laughs> you sure? Uh, 
I'm pretty sure, even though he is also a fellow player. Hey, Rick Leach. Huh? You know, you know, I attacked the, uh, Rick, uh, Rip, uh, Rip you know, I said, the, 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 the baddies in AEW. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, no, like, Jane Cargill is, like, the total pet, but then again, so is Bianca, too. Yeah. I, they're both yeah. very attractive. Yeah. Uh, and very, very successful. I agree. All right. No way I wouldn't want, want to mess with Jade. No, Jade's cool. She I, would beat the shit out of you. It's only a matter of time until she gets that main belt. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to match of the year for WWE. We have Cody versus Seth in the Hell in a Cell. We have the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium at Extreme Rules. Oh, I forgot how good that was. <laughs> that was good. We have Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 38. We have Sheamus versus Gunther. At, at the Christ Castle, right? Yes, sir. And we have Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. Okay, so I don't think I actually saw Sheamus and Gunther at the Castle because I don't think I actually watched it. I've seen the match. I've heard of how good it was because yeah. Sheamus has really been – when Sheamus wants to, when Sheamus, you know, feels motivated, he fires on all fucking cylinders. Yeah. And Gunther is just – he's amazing. Yeah, Gunther's awesome. Those two have good chemistry together. Yeah. Now, the six-man uh, Donnybrook, or whatever the hell they called it, at Extreme Rules with the Brawling Brutes and Imperium, that was it, it was a fucking fight, but it was so fun to watch. Yeah, it was a phenomenal fight because all six guys can work. Yes. Uh, and I, I love. Well, I'm gonna call him Pete Dunn. I'm not gonna call him Butch because there's only one Butch in my heart, and that's a Bushwhacker. Uh, and Ridge Holland is really good, but no, that ma- that match was awesome. Hell in a Cell was awesome because Cody Rhodes did it with one arm. <laughs> like, his pectoral was yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Logan versus Roman was better than expected, but definitely not going to win here. Uh, Sheamus versus Gunther was good. Becky and Bianca was good. But I think Cody versus Seth clearly wins because that feud was just so yeah. well done. Yeah, and it's not done and over with. Even though Seth is a baby face now, like, Cody's going to come back and they're going to finish things. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Cody gets into something else. He should. Roman, but they had three matches, for God's sakes. Yeah, but then Seth came out and attacked Cody as Cody was saying he was going away for a while. Yeah. Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, I mean, there was also a Vince McMahon call, and we know how good those were at the end. <laughs> Vince McMahon's the man. <laughs> All right. Not to the people he paid hush money to. So Cody and Seth win. Match of the year for AEW. Anarchy in the arena. The last one. 
the one at Double or Nothing, right? Yeah. Oh, it sucked. Yeah. Brian Danielson versus Adam Page. Uh, was, that was at the that one at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. MJF versus CM Punk. Revolution. And Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door. You know, it's kind of hard I'm, to say that I'm Orange Cassidy is in the year, right? Huh? I'm going with Brian and Page. Brian and Page? Yeah. What are you doing, Anarchy in the Arena? No, I'm not doing Anarchy in the Arena. That fucking... Anything with Eddie Kingston is dog shit. Because that's what Eddie Kingston is. One of the greatest? No, dog shit. (laughs) Uh, Like, you cannot say that Eddie Kingston is the best at anything, except for being a scumbag. That's a good talent. All right. All right. All right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I would give it to Hangman and uh, what's his name, too? Danielson. Now, for the Legacy Award, which is going to be like our Hall of Fame going forward, we're going to do this every year. Our Legacy Wrestler Award goes to uh, Dusty Rhodes. Good. And it also goes to Rick Martel. That is, that's very underrated. I'll tell you that much right now. I'm okay with it because this is also a guy that doesn't want to go into the WWE Hall of Fame because he's done with wrestling. Yeah. He'd rather just sell houses. Well, he's in our Hall of Fame now. Yeah. And for the girls, I have Trish Stratus, of course. Duh. And I have Gail Kim. There you go. I mean, I like both. Gail Kim is it was very underrated because... <clears throat> Uh, was very underrated because of the fact that, like, WWE never really wanted to give her the recognition. TNA always did. Yeah, because she was so fucking good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you agree, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, okay, it's a legend. Absolutely. All right. So that was our... Uh, oh, no. Now... Legacy match of the year. Not of the year, but legacy match. A Hall of Fame of matches. You want to tell them what the WCW one is, Doug? The WCW one is Ric Flair and Sting from the first clash. Absolutely. In 1988, March 27th, 1988 to be exact. And what's the other match? All right. Uh, Eric, get your tissues out because you're going to have to clean yourself up downstairs. Uh, (laughs) Triple H. Triple H and Shawn Michaels, uh, Hell in a Cell from uh, Bad Blood 2004. That match is fantastic. Yeah. I hear the comes. <laughs> God, Doug. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this one. Shut up. Aha! Maybe Eric is drinking. He's a mean drunk. <laughs> All right, so that is our uh, legacy match. He just, he's just upset because I pointed out something he does. <laughs> yeah, something you did on this bed like 20 minutes ago when Mom walked in. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she didn't necessarily keep trying anyway. to walk in, but it's hey, like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, my God. 
And that's enough. Well, yeah, that's too much detail. It's like, oh, hold on. Well, can I come in? No, hold on means don't. <laughs> I'm trying to come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to something else. Yeah. That everybody here knows and loves. We're done with wrestling for the night. And we're going to talk about another category of the Unscripted Everything Network that we talk about quite extensively over the summer. And we will be getting into, of course, quite extensively this summer. Something I still got to apply for. Big Brother. Yeah. Hell of a season, 24. Are you ready and applying for it? I'm going to apply for it still. The deadline's at the end of January, I think. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be fucking dope, dude? I would shout out the podcast. Yeah. You'd be telling other house guests. Uh, I'd be like, my brother's an idiot. <laughs> but the little guy's cool. Imagine if they interviewed Eric and I. <laughs> he sucks. Oh, my God. Eric would be like, I wish he would have taken his brother with him. So that way, I, they they had the wrong brother in the big brother house. I like Daniel better. They should have taken the bald guy. <laughs> I, was, I wouldn't say that. Aw. You're lying, but aw. Uh, all right. <laughs> so for big brother awards here, we only have two categories. Obviously, it's best contestant, male or female. For best male contestant, we have Michael, Joseph, Turner, Monty, and Kyle. Sorry to all the Terrence fans. DJ Blow Time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you listen to this, we're probably getting sued. Uh so what do we think? We all watched this. Why is everybody acting quiet? Uh, well, I'm secretly peeing. Are you drunk? No, not yet. Almost. Uh, no. Guys, right, I'll so be right back. This is the one that you know. <laughs> all right. So my opinion, Turner was the best. Uh, it, it would be between Turner and Michael for me. So let's talk about each game a little bit. Kyle, unfortunate what happened to him and how things turned out and his actions that happened to be very stupid. But he fell for pussy. But he did kind of run the game. And he did, for a long time, his actions changed the course of the game. Yeah. You know, starting the after party and stuff. Well, the leftovers, the after party. Like, he started all these groups and these kind of militias that he kept pivoting and pivoting. And he kind of, he played it in an interesting way. I will give him that. Monty played kind of a more traditional game. The only, I think his only thing and his only severe blunder was underestimating Taylor. But that's it. Uh, underestimating Taylor and believing the crazy bitch. Yeah. And Turner, Turner was a fun time, and it was cool that he took Jasmine's muffin. That was fucking hilarious. Who's texting you? I Probably Eric. What'd he say? 
Uh, I'll be right back saying hi to my aunt and uncle who are here. God damn it. Quit. Everybody needs to quit picking family over this. <laughs> Good thing we did the category that he knows. Yeah. <laughs> or do you, go get Mindy. We'll do horror right now. We'll go back to Big Brother for Eric. Right. And I'll keep soothing. Well, I'll play a nice song for the listeners. Mindy. Well, uh. Of course he is. <laughs> Mindy will be coming, and we will be doing the horror section of the awards very, very soon. Stick with us, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get into all that, let's introduce our legacy sitcom wing of our uh, the Everything Unscripted awards show. What is the sitcom that's going to make it, Doug? Night Court. We did a show on it a couple weeks ago, Boxman, Eric, and myself. Uh... It's getting rebooted. Get your knee out of my ass. Uh, <laughs> your back. How far does your ass go up? Uh, pretty far. Uh, well, your head's up there, so. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but no, starring Harry Anderson, John Lorikat, Marky Post, Richard Mull. Great cast. Tremendous show ran for nine seasons. Won the sitcom debate a couple weeks ago. Yeah, when Karen kicked your ass. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The and, she, and she won a category that I actually helped her with. All right. So Night Court is in the sitcom Hall of Fame. Yeah. Congratulations, Night Court. Now, my sister's here, Mindy. <laughs> to talk about the horror wing of the Everything Unscripted Awards show. Hello, guys. You are going to be picking a winner for each of these, uh, you know, uh, categories here, Mindy. Yep. Now, nobody kill me, because you guys got to remember that this is partially my opinion. Yes. And partially what I know people want me to say. But it's our show. So well, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I barely listen to your guys' show. Asshole. I listen to your show. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I fucking advertise for you. <laughs> we do advertise. We do advertise for you. Okay. We do. All right. So this year for Best Horror Movie, Mindy, here is our uh, nominations. We have Scream that came out of the gate swinging with a reboot. Well, not a reboot, but a a new entry in a franchise. We have Jordan Peele's Nope that a lot of people, it was give or take, love or hate. (laughs) We have (laughs) Smile, which a lot of people enjoyed. We have The Black Phone with Ethan Hawke. Which a lot of people enjoyed. A lot of people loved it. Hellraiser. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck? Hellraiser? Oh, yeah, the new Hellraiser from Hulu. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Yeah, the new Hellraiser. Oh, my God. I got. I have to fucking review that for you guys. I completely forgot. I think if you guys go on TikTok, though, I think I did a mini review. <laughs> but, yeah, it was okay. All right, continue. And bodies, bodies, bodies. With the most infamous and funny death. Yeah. I will have to say. And Hollywood's favorite penis, Pete Davidson. I'm sorry, Pete. The fact that you (laughs) fucking wore that pink fucking sweatsuit short thing, and then you were like outside filming your Tic Tac and shit, you looked like an idiot. Yeah, he was. And And he killed himself. And you killed yourself. (laughs) And you let everyone fucking fight over your dead body. Yeah. Thinking that somebody killed you. No one killed you because they didn't care. Yeah. It was you. All right. So, that being said, the results 
are going to be Scream 2022. All right. There, I mean, it was amazing. It was a good, it was one of those that it came back swinging. It's not like Candyman that was like, eh. Candyman was, I'm not going to say it was awful, but it wasn't a Candyman movie. No, it was, eh. He wasn't there. Yeah, not really. They focused on the other version of yeah. Daniel Robitaille, and I didn't appreciate that. Exactly. Um, A lot of people are probably going to jump on my back about uh, Smile. Unfortunately, everybody, Smile is a jump scare movie. Yeah. And even though Daniel really enjoyed it, I really didn't. I really didn't like it. I'm not a jump scare person. It didn't yeah. scare me. It bored me. Yeah. It did. That's what I'll say about that. As far as Hellraiser goes, that is a very fucked up movie. It is. It's so fucked up. Like, I don't know if you saw the new one. Yeah. You did? I did. It is it. so fucked it up. It is crazy. It could have won, too. But, but I think Scream is it. Was, it it's definitely a second. Definitely runner-up. Mm-hmm. Um, the Black Phone, unfortunately, you guys all know how I feel about that. If you're going <sighs> to say starring Ethan Hawke, in the black phone, make him be in the movie for more than fucking 20 minutes. Yeah. Don't give him four scenes that are five minutes long and then call it a day. Yeah. I mean, I think what he did was good, but I agree with you. And Halloween Ends just doesn't deserve to be nominated. I'm no. sorry, Miss Curtis. I love you. I I will always cherish you and love you forever, but... There's no way. There's no way. I'm sorry. I agree. I think Scream is probably the best movie yeah. of the year. Of the year, yeah. All right. Now, horror actor or actress, even though I only have one actor on here, which is Ethan Hawke in The Black Phone, I have <laughs> Mia Goth. David Arquette. Okay, David Arquette, too. Mia Goth for X and Pearl, really good porn star slasher. Uh, Amber Midthunder. It's real. <laughs> that is, that's what X is. It's a porn star slasher. Um, he's not kidding. Uh, he's like, oh, can we find it? <laughs> Doug's like, I'm going to be on um, the Doug, there's a coming at sexy mature 90-year-old. Wait, never and mind. Never mind. A 90-year-old woman dance to Ave Maria after she kills somebody. Yeah, never yeah. mind. Fuck that movie. Never, <laughs> never mind. I, we don't need to see that. <laughs> All right. This is why I watch things so Doug doesn't have to. All right. So horror actor and actress, we have Ethan Hawke, uh, David Arquette, Mia Goth for X and, and Pearl, Amber Mid-Thunder for uh, Prey, Nev Campbell, Obviously for Scream, Jenna Ortega for Scream, and I guess Wednesday could be considered horror-ish, but not really, but still. And Kiki Palmer, because a lot of people said that she made that movie. Nope. So who wins Horror Actor Actress of the Year, Mindy? Nev Campbell. You're giving it to Nev. I'm giving it to Nev. I, I have to. She came in. She did her fucking job. She did her job better than she ever could. Yeah. And she ended it on a good fucking note. And then when they try to push her too far and try to give her something that she wasn't deserving of, she stood up for herself and she calmly stepped out. That she, yeah, she told me this. So honestly, I respect her a lot for that. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I also know that Miss Campbell helped a lot with Jenna Ortega. Yes, she did. She took her under her wing and she taught her everything that she could about being a screen queen. And I think that's why Jenna is as good as she is. 
I think so, too. But also, like I said before, Miss Ortega is known as one of the few screen queens that actually love horror. Yeah. Because a lot of people know, a lot of screen queens out there, like Nev Campbell, Jamie Lee Curtis, they don't like horror movies. They don't watch their shit. Yeah. They don't watch any of that. Yeah. They just don't fuck around with it. Yeah. So... The fact that she loves it, she's excited about it. It's a passion for her. Exactly. And you can feel it just radiating off of her. Yeah. So I would have given it to Jenna, but I have to give it to Nev because I know that this is going to be the I know that that's going to be the last time that we see her in a horror set. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. I got it. I got to give her some. She does deserve it. So now that we did all that. Before we let you go here, Mindy, and get into the other categories, let's talk about the Legacy Awards, which is basically our Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Now, for actor or actress, what actor or actress would you put in the Legacy wing of our awards here? Um, the actress that I want to put in the Legacy has been acting since 1978 in her first film. And she has gone on to do eight different horror movies. A lot of them were in the 80s. And that would be Miss Jamie Lee Curtis. Fuck yeah. I mean, if anybody's the first one to go on any type of horror hall of fame, it's got to be her, right? I mean, you got The Fog, you got Terror Train, you got Prom Night, all the Halloweens that she did. I mean, and her mother. Her mother is the great. Yeah. Late woman, I, I can't remember her fucking name right now. Uh, Marion Curtis, I think it's Marion. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, she gets killed in Psycho. She's in the it's in the shower scene, and Jamie Lee Curtis has actually used that to her advantage. Yeah. With some things, like they put her in that show, Scream Queens. I love that show. That show's so funny. If yeah. you guys like horror and comedy, go watch it. It's hilarious. It but is. She's really in funny. it, and. It, she has a scene with all three killers, and she pretends to be taking a shower. Yeah. And they come into the bathroom, and they try to catch her off guard, and she's standing there, and she's like, you guys really think I'd fall for that? I've seen that movie 500 times. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, that's hilarious, because she probably had. That's her mom It was her mom's part. Yeah. So. But if anyone deserves to be in it, she does. She's the ultimate scream queen. It was I'm, I'm pretty sure it was coined after her anyway, mm-hmm. the term. So, yeah, she's got to be there. Yeah. Now, what movie are we putting in the legacy wing here? I would have to go with the movie that still to this day can give me shivers, and that would have to be The Exorcist. Oh, okay, yeah. The original Exorcist from the 1970s. Absolute classic. We've covered it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also getting a remake later next year. Um, not that excited for it, but we'll see how, how it goes. It's up in the air. But, yeah, I would definitely say that that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, definitely. Absolutely. And uh, sounds good. Thank you for coming up here for this. You're welcome. Who do you guys have a happy new year? Who do you? See ya. Happy new year. Happy new year. And now we will uh, we'll move back on to Big Brother because I wasn't going to let you miss that because that's one of the things you know, Eric, you fucking asshole. So, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> you no, dumbass. Don't be sorry. Just blame Doug. When I had a... I'm usually telling him to tell his family to go fuck off. Why would I tell him to tell his? Why would I tell him to go downstairs and greet his family? It was only right, Doug. You son of a bitch. All right, Eric. We're on Big Brother. We're doing male contestant of the of the year. 
Our our yep. nominations we have Monty, Kyle, Turner, uh, Michael, and Joseph. Now we talked about Monty and Kyle. Kyle did kind of run the game for a little bit and all his pivoting from the you know, the leftovers to the after party. He did get caught and he did say some stupid shit and deservedly got evicted. Monty, I think his only big downfall was not trusting or not I, I will underestimating Taylor and not thinking anyone would vote for her because he could have won against most other people, but not her. He could have won against Turner because Turner had uh, horrible jury management. Yeah, and he played a good end of the game. He won a lot of competitions. Monty kind of knew what he was doing, uh, so he could win. Turner was a good lapis in the house, the muffin gate. He was one of the most entertaining house guests. Yeah. Joseph, for the time he was there, he kind of felt like he got shafted with the whole twist and everything. But Joseph was fucking awesome, and he kind of gave – he started the leftovers with Kyle. And, well, and Kyle was the one that made sure Joseph got evicted because, you know, he – Kyle was going to be evicted outside. Yeah. But then that's when he's just like, you know what, fuck it. And then he knew how to – like he had Alyssa wrapped around his finger, and he knew how to, you know, manipulate Turner – Exactly. Do you agree with this, Eric? Yeah. Because you watch the show too, right? You love this show. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so I can't wait for um, twenty to be the twenty fifth one. I mean, not this year. I mean, next year. I mean, a couple wait. hours will be next year. I mean, this year. So, yeah. Greasy head. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give the award to Michael. Yeah. Well, because he was the competition king. Yeah. I mean, he beat fucking Janelle's veto record, and he tied the uh, overall at nine. So he's the fucking man. He's an absolute beast, and he deserves every, every, every bit of praise that he gets. He made some good social moves, too. He made some bad ones, obviously, but Michael definitely was the best male contested. With Joseph, I think, being a close second, just for having a really strong social game. He had a, he had a very strong social game because he was, he was very close with Indy. You know, him and Jasmine got along. All right. Now for the females, this is a little bit harder because <laughs> there wasn't as many good ones this year. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. We have Jasmine, Amira, who got evicted week three, right? Yeah. Alyssa, Brittany yeah. and Taylor. We know who's going to win. Taylor obviously gets the award. Now, I do think Brittany's a good close second, because even though she played very sloppily, I do think latching herself to Michael made her game. And if she would have told Turner, hey, you know, I'm voting out Taylor, then her and Turner, like, they could have run the game. Yeah. But... I don't know what the hell Brittany was trying to do. Unless she was just trying to throw Turner under the bus. Yeah, I don't think anyone does. But I think Taylor, she proved that you could have a different type of winner and a different type of social game, and she survived everything. And she deservedly won. She deservedly won America's Favorite Player. And a lot of people love her and sing her praise. A lot of people hate on her. She's probably one of the more divisive winners in history. But I think we can agree that her story... You know, you could, it's almost like it was written. It was so perfect. 
Well, she had a good story. Now, the people that are, by the way, the people that are hating on her are uh, women who would have to get hit with a shovel in order to actually be good looking. (laughs) All right. Like, I've seen some of the pictures of some of these women that are hating on her. These are some of the ugliest bitches. (laughs) I mean, you don't want to quite hate with hate, but I understand. But no, what, what I'm saying is that, like, they're just jealous because she's good looking and they couldn't, uh, you know, they couldn't get laid with a fucking uh, garden hoe. Uh, so, like, it's jealousy. It's jealousy that this is a beautiful woman that was able to win $800,000. And anybody that hates on her, they wouldn't be able to see $800,000 unless it was in a game of Monopoly. <laughs> exactly. So I think Taylor deservedly wins this award, too. Yeah. Ted, another win to her belt. All right, boys. A very sexy belt. Let's go to my neck of the woods, the web cave. Yeah. Section of this. Uh, Our comic book type awards. The first one we're going to do is comic book movie of the year. We have Black Adam going against the Batman, going against Doctor Strange, going against Black Panda, Panda. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, going against DC League of Super Pets. And the winner is The Batman. Probably the best superhero movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think The Rock really hit, and it's a close second with Black Adam. And it was really good, and there was a lot of good action scenes. But The Batman really capture what the character is and the story and Pattinson did a great job. Yeah, and also too, I don't think they're done with Pattinson. No. Rock was pretty much told to go fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, Which I don't agree with. But. I, I don't agree with it either, but that's what happens when uh, you got two other guys who have a different vision than him. And by the way, like, you know, he pretty much runs everything else that he's a part of. Uh, but he's not running this. Saffold and Gunnar, get your penis off my head. <laughs> it's Saffred. Oh, him. <laughs> we called him Saffold for three weeks. <laughs> it's the up thing all over again. Uh, yeah, I agree. The Batman is the fucking shit. And Robert Pattinson's the man. Now, comic book actor of the year. We have The Rock, Robert Pattinson, Benedict Cumberbatch, Pierce Bronson, and John Cena. I gave this one to Pierce Bronson for his role as Dr. Fate. He did an awesome job as Dr. Fate. I mean, unfortunately, he's dead, but, well, Dr. Fate. I was about to say, Pierce is still kicking, you son of a bitch. Well, usually somebody does go, like, right before New Year's ends, so. Yeah. Although Barbara Walters, rest in peace, Barbara Walters. You ninety-three year old, uh, you ninety-three year old strong woman, you. Yes. Oh, bad. Pierce Bronson did a great job. He deserves the award. Absolutely. All right. Comic book TV series. We have Titans, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Peacemaker, Sandman, and Miss Marvel. I think we had to go Peacemaker. One of the best pieces of television. I agree. It had us captured the whole time. James Gunn knows what he's doing. He's the re- That's the reason we have faith in him for this whole thing yeah. going on. Uh, great show. Great show. All right, we're going to start moving on fast. Okay. So we can eat dinner. 
All right. Marvel comic series, we have Carnage, Venom, and The Amazing Spider-Man. I went with The Amazing Spider-Man. All right. I went with Spider-Man, too. Awesome. DC comic book series, we have Rogues, Dark Crisis, Poison Ivy, Nightwing, Superman, Son of Kal-El, and Dark Knights of Steel. I gave the award. All these are great series. I gave it to Rogues. For a four-issue series, for something that was very brief, it had, I think, even though everybody died, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> it was still like a great ending. I mean, it kind of sucked because you had two characters that were getting ready to start a life together, and then they get their fucking brains blown out. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. Like, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Shot right in the fucking head. All right. That's the love scene Eric and I are going to have in the uh, zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> but, yeah, this, this was a great series. Yeah. I loved it. You loved it. We all loved it. Well, Eric didn't. Eric never read it. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I loved it. We, <laughs> he loved it. Now we have the hard hits portion here, which is represented by Eric. Eric, I'm going to let you pick the winners here, okay? Sweet. Best football team. We have the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bengals, the L.A. Rams, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Philadelphia Eagles. This is, you put the Rams in the whole year. Too, so. He came out with the I mean, he won the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Well, it, it, it does make sense if you go by the beginning of the year. So, all right. <laughs> So I, I had to put the defense camp there, but they're not going to win my win. Okay. Well, the most consistent team this year has been the Buffalo Bills. You're giving it to the Bills over the Eagles? Over the Bengals? Yes. Yeah. Over the Bengals and the Chiefs, too? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are the fucking shit. Da, 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 da. I love them. I do, too. Uh, they, they've been the most consistent team. Lately, yes, they've been the most consistent team. <clears throat> so we're going. Now, back. who would you give it to? Buff. I would say either Buffalo or Kansas City. But the Eagles are amazing, too. Yeah. yeah. Football player of the year, Eric. We have Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin, Justin Jefferson, or Derrick Henry. Who do you got? I got Joe Burrow. He he has really showed out this year. And he was in the Super Bowl. And if you know, if, of Josh Allen. You completely turned on him. Yeah. Uh no, Joe Burrow. If he is, went to the Super Bowl, you're gonna take that back. Oh yeah, no. If I, if he win, if he is responsible for them winning the Super Bowl, would you get your leg off my head? Uh, you'll eat your words. Yeah, I'll make you eat and your words. I'll, on, I'll bring you on the air. I ain't gonna do your show. Uh, <laughs> you are such a fucking diva. <laughs> yeah. I'll make well, you do my show. 
Yeah. First of all, by the way, you're sucking the guy's dick all because I called <laughs> you out because you fucking uh, you talk shit about him after they won uh, a Sunday night game. But it, I've know, been a Josh Allen fan since the day he got drafted. Yeah. I well, told you. Gonna be, you just want to that, be against Derek because you're a cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh Allen is not the reason why they've been winning games. He's one of them. He's the reason why the game. The game why that we, is, he's he's the reason why. Uh, he's the reason why the uh, the opposing team has the opportunity to come back and win. Yeah. So yeah. no, he's not the reason. He's not the reason why we're winning. <laughs> Look at it. So no, Joe Burrow is the right winner of the award because he's actually consistent. He doesn't suck like Josh Allen does. I agree. Can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> Let's move he, on. To... You can make a case for Justin Jefferson too. Yeah, he's That's why I put him in on the list. Yeah, exactly. Justin. Well, he was on your fantasy team until you got rid of him. For Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, but, no, Justin Jefferson is, is, is one of the best wide receivers out there. And yeah, he's about to break the record for two records this week or next week. All right, UFC. UFC Fighter of the Year, I have yeah. Leon Edwards, Islam Makachev, Alexander Volkanovsky, Anjumain Sterling, and Alex Pereira. All five of these guys did their fucking thing this year. Makachev won the yes, belt. They did. They're Oliveira. all world champions right now. Oliveira could have won. Let's be honest. Oliveira could have won. Yeah. But he didn't. Uh, Leon Edwards knocked out Kamara Luce. <laughs> Alexander Volkanovsky. As much as that pains me to say. Yeah. Huh? Luz was my favorite fighter, so it was it it was kind of hard to put Leon Edwards in there, but he deserved it. He knocked his fucking brakes off. So is Volkanovski getting this? I'm giving it to Alex Pereira. He knocked out Izzy, who was going down as the goat too, and he knocked out Sean Strickland. Yeah, yeah, he had a pretty, I he had was a surprised good when Pereira won. And he's been doing MMA for like three years. Yeah. So, Alex Pereira gets my vote. I'm I'm giving it to Ism because he beat he beat Oliver. Who was yeah, Ali Vera was one of the best before. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He would have been on this list if he hadn't lost. All right, female fighters. We have Zhang Wali. Valentina Shvenko and Amanda Nunez. I'm going to go Zhang Wali for getting her belt back and knocking out Joanna yep. Zajacek. That's who I'm giving it to. She was a badass. Now, fight of the year, we have Poirier versus Chandler. We have Yuri versus Glover Teixeira, Yuri Prohaska. We have Wonderboy Thompson versus Kevin Holland that just happened. We have Derek Lewis versus Taya Tuavasa. Oh, that was fun. And uh, Gilbert Burns versus Kamzat Chemaev, which was a barn burner as well. He watched all these fights. Yes, I did. They were all really good. 
I'm going to have to go Poirier and Chandler. Me too. I'd agree with that. I think I might go with Derek Lewis and this could be different. I really like Yuri and uh, Glover too. Because that was one of the best light heavyweights yeah, I've ever seen. Now, technically, you're the one giving the I mean, they were all great. The award, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to give it to Poirier and Chandler. Okay. They had a very exciting fight. They went back and forth. Can't fight. argue there. I can't argue with any of them. <laughs> Neither. So. All right. Now we're we're running to the end here. We have best stand-up comedian. Bobby Lee, Andrew Santino, Andrew Schultz, Tim Dillon, Whitney Cummins, and Chris DeStefano. By the way, that would probably be the funniest porn ever made. Uh and Whitney, Cum- and Whitney Cummings would be really sore after. <laughs> She'd be Cummings. Yeah. Uh, I love all these people. Tiger Belly's a great podcast. Bad Friends is a great podcast. Santino's got a new stand-up coming on the 30th. Can't wait for that. Schultz had Infamous this year, so he had a really big moment. Sold it on his own website and sold a lot of money off it. Tim Dillon had a really good year. So did Whitney. So did Chris DeStefano, even though I keep fucking up his name. Sorry, bud. But especially Wesley was awesome on Netflix. I'm going to have to give this to the infamous one. I love them all, but Andrew Schultz really had a moment this year. Yeah. And Flagrant was such a big podcast and did so much numbers. I got to give it to Schultz. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. Like even when he did uh when he did uh Bad Friends with uh Santino and Bobby Lee and like he was he was kinda making fun of uh Rudy, the girl that's on yeah, there. Yeah, that was funny but as that, fuck. Yeah. But then it says oh, wait a minute, how old are you? Like, can I actually talk about this stuff? <laughs> yeah. All right, so now let's give some legacy awards and then get the fuck out of here, all right, gentlemen? All right. All yeah. right. Well what what about T V show of the year? Oh, TV show of the year. Thank you. You piece of shit. (laughs) TV show of the year. We have Young Sheldon, Wednesday, Law and Order, Organized Crime. That one's for Eric. The Watcher, The Good Doctor, The House of the Dragon, and The Bear. Considering I only watched one show... (laughs) Get your shit together, Eric. Yeah, he's voting for Young Sheldon. Uh, I'm gonna give you who my vote is. Okay. Well, I'm going. He's the only one that matters. The bear. Right, which is uh, the kid from uh, Shameless, and also the one that's gonna be playing Carrie Von Eric. Exactly, which is an amazing casting. Jeremy Allen White fucking kills it as an actor. He's one of the best drama actors out right now. He's gonna be with Zac Efron in The Iron Claw which is Zavon Eric's documentary. Afron's going to be Kevin. He's going to be Carrie, and it's going to be phenomenal. I thought The Bear was a very well-done show about cooking and chefs. and It was something different. It wasn't action. It wasn't fantasy. It wasn't comedy. It was about running a sandwich shop, and I fucking loved it. So I give it to The Bear. Good old sandwich chef. I know you love sandwich chefs. Damn right, Tubby. Uh, <laughs> All right, now we have the leg- and Well, I don't like Firehouse subs anymore. The one in Virginia ruined that for me. Yeah, they suck. 
Legacy Awards, we already did the sitcom in wrestling. Now, the Legacy Award for uh, cartoons. Okay. All right. So, this show just celebrated their 35th anniversary from when they first were on the air. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. 35 years. They came on uh, at the the end of December 87. Uh, One of my all-time favorite, uh, one of my all-time favorite shows. Uh, A very successful franchise. They're still around to this day, still making toys. Still pulling out content. Comic series is still up and running. Matter of fact, they've got like so many fucking comic series running right now. Yeah. With Saturday Morning Adventures, uh, the Armageddon game, the Armageddon game tie-ins, the regular series, and now they're doing a crossover with the Power Rangers. Yeah, they got a lot of shit. Yeah. So they're running a lot of comics right now. So, but yeah, no, as far as cartoons go, in my opinion, it's always going to be the, they're going to be the, always be the goat cartoon. I agree. All right. Legacy uh, sitcom actor. Sitcom actor, Bob Saget. R.I.P. R.I.P. He uh, passed away at the beginning of this year. Uh, Danny Tanner, probably uh, one of the greatest TV dads of all time. Uh a pervert in real life, but who isn't? Uh, Legacy stand-up comedian. We have Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias. Oh uh, yeah. Legacy Big Brother player. We have the one, the only Dan Geesling. That's definitely yep. well deserved. Legacy UFC fighter Eric. Do you have one? John Jones. Eric's got John Jones, and I'm going to add my own George Saint Pierre. I uh, love GSP. So those two, and John Jones, of course, is the GOAT. So those two definitely belong in the legacy wing. Uh, legacy football NFL. player? Uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> like Tom Brady. And we'll put Brett Favre in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, because of your Christmas gift earlier, you said it said Brett Favre or Brian Urlacher. But... Uh, <laughs> So it's about you. Uh, <laughs> I had to get a word in. And legacy fight. I'm gonna go Forrest Griffin. Me and Eric. Uh, I'm gonna go Forrest Griffin <laughs> and R.I.P. Stephen Bonner. Yeah, he passed away too. That's so sad. He just Him and away. Anthony Johnson. It was was Him that Christmas Eve or both. Christmas Day? I think oh. Christmas Day. But that fight was most one of the most memorable fights that saved the company. So, all right, that's it. That's all we got. We're not doing any plugs. This was the awards show. Thank you for checking us out, everybody. We've had a great year, and we can't wait to bring the Everything Unscripted Network into the new year. Eric, we love you. Doug, we love you. And we'll see everybody next week for next week's sitcom debate. Yes, I'll 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 plug it in. I'll plug it on uh, Facebook. uh, Probably tomorrow. Let's go get drunk. All right. And naked. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to your family, guys. You too, Eric. You too, brother. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for doing this, Eric. You're welcome. I loved it. Me too. Me too. All right. Really? It seems today that 
all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But we're in those good old-fashioned values <laughs> on which we used to rely. and cry. <laughs> 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 <laughs>